boys and girls, welcome back to Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. Two men, 30-somethings, 60-plus years combined, sitting there through each decade of their life, playing video games. Like, forever. Like games on the Amiga. Oh, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. Boys and girls, this is your one-stop shop for... A little rundown of the weekly game news that's came from all around the world, straight into your logos via two men from a quaint little city in the northeast of England. That is producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. That comrade on Skolsky Diablo. I quit, like, I quit. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and I am titular protagonist to all franchise, um, The Face. Of Twitch.tv slash the franchise, believe it or not. Johnny, let's start this. Do you know what it is? There's Omega news and that's just killing me, but we're going to have to wait. We'll have to wait. We'll get we're going to have to wait. We'll wait. Let's start this week's show the same way we start every show. With a little bit of, nice guy Johnny, what are you playing? Uh, well, I haven't been playing much, but... It's been one of them weeks. This morning, after what was quite a heavy... Sure. Right, let's just fuck an elephant in the room here. Me and Nice Guy Johnny are both absolutely hanging, alright? So <laughs> there's been some there's been some concerns had about our drinking, and I'm well aware that we come to you with yet another episode. Both hungover and drinking again at the same time. So just please bear with us. <laughs> we have a bear with us. <laughs> No, uh, we had a quite like a, an elephant in the room. Oh, fuck really me. <laughs> enough booze to put that elephant to sleep. Um, Any, anyway, anyway, I've had quite an adulting week. Sims, I ended up back at work this week mm, after a two-week holiday, which was dreamy because I was just dipping into games here and there and getting back into things like Apex, playing Fortnite, fucking, you know, just Death's Door, uh, all these little games that I was just playing in them two weeks off, and now I'm. Back to work, and I feel like I've had n- zero time outside of stream. I have had no time. But uh, carry on. What have you been playing today? Uh, I jumped straight into Hades. Yes, fucking yes. Boy. I downloaded it. I downloaded it on the X, not the S. I downloaded it on the X. I haven't yet played it. But uh, the so the only time I've experienced Hades is on the Switch. I'm expecting a significant graphical improvement on the X and a 4K telly. How are you feeling about it? It's joyous. It's joyous. It's joyous. And no, it is It is what it is in terms of roguelike, mm-hmm. beautiful art mm-hmm, mm-hmm. direction in it. Yeah, yeah. And just stellar, a stellar narrative and voice cast. Yeah. And just like the way, it, even with, the, with its nature, obviously, with the repeating loops. Yeah, yeah. It's not those one of those things that's repetitive. No. Because there's always an interaction that that's new. precedes it. Yeah. Which is new, and it's it's like, and I'm I'm still I've barely scratched the surface. I think I've done yeah. four or five attempts. Right. Uh, and I think I've got to the boss level of is it Tartarus the the first kind of Tartarus yeah. Tartarus. Um, but not that that's the big thing about it. Just the law of it, the whole thing yeah. makes this. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like a cross between, um, how will I, how could I describe it? It's got, it's drenched in ancient Greek. It's drenched law. in God of War. Yeah. Type law. So it's you got know, the that Olymp- the Olympians, Olympians, the yeah. gods, Zeus, the all of that kind of shit. The underworld, yeah. Hades. But then it's just got this sort of element about it where you know, like, uh, I don't know if you've ever played like one of these. <laughs> like a visual graphic novel type thing that you get, but yeah. most of them tend to be like fucking weird boyfriend simulators from Japan for some bizarre reason. Mm. It's like that. It's got this sort of like the OC level of teen drama about <laughs> it because of who because <laughs> of who the, you are. It's a little bit soap opera. I a little bit, but like like teen soap opera, not yeah. like Emmerdale, not like a shit one, <laughs> like like the Hollyoaks and the <laughs> like. Even Hollyoaks was really bad. Somebody referred to it recently as Holly Jokes. Holly Jokes. And I was having a conversation with someone and they called it Holly Jokes. And I was like, that's apt. But no, like, 
the OC, Beverly Hills yeah, 90210, One Tree Hill. Hill. Yeah, okay. It's got this sort of like teen soap opera drama going on about it. It's, it's the whole, it's, 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 it's drenched in mischief as well. Yeah. That's the whole thing of, of it going for it. Aye. So, uh, I'm, so I'm fully enjoying it and I'm, I'm raring to keep repeating and going for it. Yeah. I still think I'm button mashing. I don't think I'm playing as tactically yeah. as I need to to progress. Do you know what it is? I think you need a, you need a couple of runs just to get just to find your play style. Mm-hmm. And then even then your play style might not work and you might be like, hang on a minute, I'm gonna try a different weapon and then all of a sudden you get blessed with like a different boon and you're yeah, like, Holy shit, this is an yeah. entire run. Yeah. This is an entire new run. This is an entire new gameplay style for me. Such a fucking good game. It's not doing anything that hasn't been done before. What it is doing is doing that exceedingly well. Mm-hmm. For a roguelike, exceedingly well. So yeah, I'm really it's, fucking looking forward to getting into it again. No, That's nah. the thing. It, it's, it knows what it wants to do yep. and does executes it well. Pick up and play. So I am, yes, and I am thoroughly going to jump back in and play it a lot more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try, unless I end up absolutely hammered again this evening i'm gonna try not to because i just don't want to be it just hurts the day after it hurts to <laughs> bring it in man <laughs> hold, hold me hold, hold me there was you know it's not gonna happen mate. Right? <laughs> who's who's the genius though we went out we had like a load of drink and then i get home and i was like i know what this night needs whiskey yeah I, i'm not gonna condone what you did oh god <laughs> in that sense just like i i went in and tried to make cheesy chips and probably nearly burnt the house down Cheesy chips would have been absolutely unbelievable mm. last night. Like, but I still felt rough this morning. So, <sighs> anyway, um, Hades, I have downloaded it. If if I don't get absolutely fucking brown out drunk this evening, I'll uh, I'll be playing Hades after we've watched the Suicide Squad. I believe that's a different podcast altogether. Different podcast, different. But we'll watch the Suicide Squad and then I'll play Hades. So, other than that, I haven't played anything. Played a bit of Fortnite, but not as much. As usual this yeah, week. Yeah, you have been I've dropped you have, off. You have um, been off off your Fortnite. There was it feels like when was the stream when you there's a running theme here and I'm I'm starting to understand why people are getting concerned because the next sentence out of my mouth is when did you turn up at the stream and you were drunk? That was Sunday last week. You haven't played Fortnite since then? No, I haven't. And that was one of the best time like best in th- like that was a killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nearly got me PB. Nearly got that PB. Um, but uh, I had a, a lot of adulting to do this this week. Yeah. Um, so I had to drop off. You dropped off, dropped off Fortnite. Um, However, on the Wednesday stream, I did jump back in with you on Apex. Apex Legends. And boy. What a, what a fucking... I'll tell you what, we'll get on the Apex in a sec. I'll just quickly pick up on that Fortnite thing, so... The Ariana Grande Rift Tour. Now, what I will say, I did attend the Rift Tour. Mm. I, I saw the Ari- Ariana Grande. Um, I am not aware of Ariana Grande. I, that might be the oldest thing I have ever said. <laughs> I'm not aware of Ariana Grande. I know she exists, right? But for, at one point, I thought it was a Starbucks order. <laughs> I, ge- I genuinely had no idea what an Ariana Grande was. But as it would transpire, quite a famous pop star. I'm, I'm unaware of a lot of our music. I've probably heard some of our songs. I didn't recognise any of the songs that were playing on the Ariana Grande Rift Tour. But in true epic Fortnite form, uh, it was yet another stellar event. Like, unbelievable event. Uh, it, it Literally, it's like it's learning from every event that goes past. So it had... Very much the Travis Scott feel where there was a giant Ariana Grande performing for you. But mm. then there was just some stunning visuals. Uh, and then, like, you know when we did the uh, Marvel event when Galactus was coming? Yes. And part of that event you were in the bus, but your bus was armed with cannons. Like mini battle buses. It was an on-the-reels shooter, essentially. Yes. Uh-huh. There was another on-the-reels shooter element to it, which was nice. At a concert. Yeah, at a con- the, which is a bit weird, uh-huh. <laughs> given yeah, given yeah, what happened. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. But no, no, the um, she wasn't there for that bit. It like, almost like took you out of the Ariana Grande gig, and you just did this thing where you're fighting a rock monster in a Spitfire. 
and like people there was a pilot and there was two people on the wings with like machine guns and people are like flying around shooting this rock monster and then you just fly off back into the concert i, I don't I, I didn't even need to know why i was doing it it was just fun to play <laughs> but not yet another absolutely stellar event from epic and and, and fortnite the fortnite team just one after another they do not miss with these events do you know what i mean it was a, well, it, it was a not. good length um it was visually stunning this obviously it's ariana grande's music so that'll pull a lot of people in i'd imagine but no nah, no nah, good gg's to fortnite they've currently superman's now in fortnite as well so just to keep anybody up to date with the superman quest line if you want to unlock superman not hard not hard to unlock superman if you want to unlock his cape uh his uh harvesting tool his unique harvesting tool and more moreover the variant of his suit where he's, he's got the shadow variant of the suit the black superman suit with the white s you need to do all in all 80 odd epic quests so anybody who plays Fortnite and isn't questing, 80-odd epic quests is a grind. So I'll, I'll go on record now. It's like, I don't think I'm getting Superman anytime soon. Because I'm not a quester. I'm just a killer. Yeah. I've got Superman. I've got Superman. I want... I've unlocked his cape. No, sorry. I'm one, one quest away from unlocking his glider, which is just his cape. So I'm looking forward to that. But then that means I'm another 20 epic quests away. From unlocking the, the shadow, shadow suit. suit. Now that's the thing that's gonna. You will see every now and again when you run around on the map and you see somebody in a Rick skin, but the Rick skin isn't the standard white lab coat. It's either the toxic Rick or it's like that prism effects suit. <laughs> These are the people who you want to be very aware of because it's grind. Pardon me. It's grind to get those variants of that suit, and very much the same. I want to be in a position where I'm flying around in a black Superman suit, and when people see us coming, they're like, "Fuck!" This is the end. Here, <laughs> here comes the boy. Hello, boy. <laughs> Welcome. Just black Superman just darting at you with a shotgun out. Like that's that's what I want. So I have now committed. In probably tomorrow, if I get the time tomorrow, I'm going to sink some time into doing epic quests. The problem is I need to do 20, and I don't think this, I've currently got 20 available. And I'm hoping I get refreshers on some of them. But just before this podcast, I was boxing off a couple of other quests, and my epics weren't refreshing. So when I get this black suit, I do not know, but I am gunning for it. I'm gunning for it. I'm keen for it. I'm keen for it. I've got. It's got the grind. You made your decision. You're going for it. Yeah, oh, I'm in. I'm in. Like a, like a fucking. I was trying to think of, like M- Michael Myers. You're in like Michael Myers. I'm in like Michael Myers. You know, when he picks somebody he wants to kill and he doesn't stop when he kills them. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, fair enough. Just with less murder. Just more. <laughs> more everything else. No murders, but like more everything else. You will kill to get what you want, though. In Fortnite, can we just stress I that? I will kill again. <laughs> <laughs> also, we've been playing Apex Legends. Yes, now, yes. How? What's your thoughts? Well, I really enjoyed it, but boy, was it tough. Mm. That was tough. Mm-hmm. That was fast. That was frenetic. That was... Entirely different. Another F word that I can't really bring to mind at the moment. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. But yes, it was very much a lot of fun. Mm. Um, and you wanted to keep, you know, we never wanted to quit. No. It was always, what's the next one? What's the next one? I think we had one inkling just like, well, if we don't get any further than this, we're going to go to Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. And then we had a hell of a game. Yeah. So it's just getting back, you know, on the bike seat. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Having gone from Warzone to Fortnite, so dabbled in Fortnite, then fully committed to Warzone for a year. Left Warzone, got back into Fortnite, which I'd always dabbled in. I'd played every season of Fortnite. I'd just never fully committed to it. When Warzone fucked us off and I went to Fortnite full-time... We did go full-time. Yes, went all in. I'd played everything up to that point, but then at the point that you came in, when Primal started, or just before Primal started... Just before... 
we went full time, we went serious on Fortnite, we became what we are now. If you've watched any stream on twitch.tv slash a franchise recently, 99% of them are Fortnite and murderous. I don't want to step away from Fortnite, but I do want to, I don't want to get bored of it. Mm -hmm. So bringing Apex back into the fold, which I played for a while, I got up to level 22, I think it was, level 20-ish, and then I dropped off. Um, going back to that, just to have something else on rotation, having, had, having not played it for a long time, played like dabbled once on stream like a, a couple of weeks back, and I was like, fuck, I might actually really enjoy this. The difference is night and day from the other two Battle Royales. The immediate comparison is first-person shooter mm -hmm. to Warzone. But the maps are a lot smaller and the the gameplay is just a hell of a lot faster. It is fast. And I think the problem we've got, it might not be a problem. It might actually be a boon for us that every single streamer in the Warzone space has fucked off to Apex Legends because they've had enough. Uh, the community at large has had enough. So Apex Legends has just had... A huge influx of players because everyone's favorite streamer slash influencer, everyone's gone to the apex. Do you know what I mean? Like Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman. There's there's a hundred thousand people just in two streamers mm -hmm. watching, being invested in, becoming part of the apex community and playing it. And we've also just jumped that bandwagon and we're back on apex with. Well, ideally, you would hope. A lot of new players mm -hmm. but the difference being we moved from Warzone to Fortnite which was first to third person entirely different play styles if you move from Warzone to Apex I think you probably you've probably got a bit more of an advantage than a Fortnite to Apex possibly yeah. possibly and we haven't been in a first person shooter one for a while no not for a fucking hot However, minute we didn't drop in it wasn't like we were getting oh, it went, kills. It weren't bad. You know it weren't bad it was just, at all. They, they were fast games, and we're yeah. like, maybe that's not what we're used to. You know, Fortnite's got a certain pace to it. Yes. Warzone has a certain pace to it. Yeah. But because of the nature of the maps and what we were doing, yeah. and to be fair, trying to you know relearn you know how you get your loot, how you put mm -hmm. your um your attachments on and your mods, mm -hmm. which is different. To that's Very. the difference between Warzone and, and this. You don't have your loadout. You have your character. You have your you pick your weapons up, yeah. sussing out what the weapon is for you, again. The, sussing out the weapon, and also the champion, because everyone's got a different ability, or a different set of abilities, mm -hmm. what works better to your playstyle. Exactly, and the, that takes a lot more sussing, yeah. now, I think. Because um, not necessarily what it was before, if you could remember, it is now. Yeah. Um, because, to give it its credit, it's changed more. Yeah. Than what Warzone has, you know. Yeah. What I, mean? you could, I could rock back to Warzone with my same loadout and still play shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I would, I could, I'd still play the way I play. Yeah. Whereas I was a little, it was a, it was a bit like a fish out water in those first few games, and then we were starting to, just starting to find our feet. I think as a duo. Yeah. When. Well, when the stream ended. Yeah. <laughs> time yeah, yeah. was called. Time. It was time. Time. But we did have a good couple of games where it was, you know, you you find your feet, you find the weapon, you're starting to find the weapons that you like. Uh, you start getting murdery and then the confidence starts to build. Confidence, it's confidence. Once you get a couple of kills under your belt, you're like, I've got this actually. But no, I um, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Apex. We'll definitely be back on the stream rotation. Yeah. Possibly Wednesdays. I don't know if Wednesdays might be Apex Legends days. I don't know if I don't know. It depends how much I really want to play it. We said we're going to play it a bit offline. Yeah. Just to see, you know, test the waters again. Yeah, yeah. Without without pressure. <laughs> without, without pressure. Without the audience. Aye. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was tough. It was a challenge. Yeah. But not a challenge that pissed me off. Yeah. So. Same. It was the challenge where I was like, I played Warzone and I became. Uh, and I've got receipts for these claims. I became one of the best snipers in the game. I've got receipts. They're all over me Instagram <laughs> and me Twitter. I played Fortnite. Uh, 18 kill personal best. Like, I became a murderer in Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Many, many wins. Uh, I want to play Apex, and I've got that same drive. To get to that. 
to get to that level where I am fucking, I could share a highlight reel on the socials and it would be like, fucking hell, that guy's good. Mm-hmm. Even though nobody tells us, nobody tells us, you know what I mean? Share, share the love, people, share the love. Do you know what I mean? Me ego is not that bad. It is. It Never is. tell me. <laughs> Never tell me. No. He wants That's... your adoration and he wants your applause, people. <laughs> I don't even want your money. I just want you to tell us how good I am. No, I, that's, that's... Stroke it. Stroke it. <laughs> now my ego. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I've been playing because of back-to-work adulting blues. So shall we move on, sir, to... The freeform what, docket, that is What today. we like to call the choice cuts of gaming news. What I will say is I'm going to go straight in. The first one that isn't officially on the unofficial docket that we have prepared is that uh, segue from our conversation about the internet community leaving Warzone in their droves and heading to Apex Legends. Activision have came out and said, uh, okay, we'll bring anti-cheat in. <laughs> What, what, so the the year... Vindication! That's not going to happen. <laughs> the year people have been asking you for anti-cheat you've done fuck all, all it took was people to vote with the wallets. Fancy that. Mm. Fancy that. Mm. So as everybody fucked off to go to Apex, uh, Activision are now going to turn around and apparently a very capable anti-cheat in about a week. But whether or not that's just more lip service, it remains to be seen. Uh, this is going to be a development story as the weeks go on. Will this anti-cheat turn up? Uh, or is it just lip service and really they've just got Raven Software, who in their in their own right are a good studio, they've just given Raven Software the fucking absolute albatross of right. You're sifting through all these people and you're fucking banning. Like, Raven Software, in batches of 50,000, the banning accounts, but these people are just making new accounts. Like, Raven Software's time will be better spent optimising weapons, uh, map changes, yeah. but no, you don't content invest... Yeah, said, content. Yeah. You've got no investment in anti-cheat, and you've got a very capable studio banning accounts. What a joke. Fucking Activision. Serendipitously, onto the next piece of news, also involving Activision, the saga continues. It continues. It continues, it doesn't. So, just to get everybody caught up, frat boy culture at Activision Blizzard, the Cosby Suite, so just some absolute horror show stories coming out around Activision Blizzard. Uh, and in a, the latest round of news, some big, big names have resigned from their roles. Uh, one being Jesse McCree. Now, Jesse McCree's namesake is the Overwatch character McCree. You know, the cowboy fella. It's high noon. Him. Um, there's been a massive petition to change McCree's name so he's no longer associated with uh, shamed, disgraced director Jesse McCree. And it's even got as far as the Overwatch League, which is arguably one of the biggest esports leagues on the planet, uh, the the casters have stopped saying McCree's name. I, to be honest, I haven't seen a broadcast where they've done it. So I don't know what they've actually been calling them instead of McCree. Um, but there's an article here uh, on Kotaku which suggests they've just been referring to him as the cowboy. So let's see how this one pans out. Let's see how this one pans out. But yes, it's certainly it's start, there are people leaving. There it, are people being yeah. hopefully held to account. Yeah. And you know. Here's the thing. This when we first spoke about this, we said there was a flip side and there was a toxic element of the gaming community that is rightly so up in arms about what has been uh had the veil lifted on it, the behaviour that's rampant at Activision Blizzard. But I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens now that Jesse McCree's gone and he was the lead game designer on Diablo 4. Mm -hmm. Do we now see Diablo 4 delayed 
and what, if any, implication will that have for our ever-toxic friends in the gaming community to then kick off because Diablo's being delayed? Do you know what I mean? This is the... And I don't <clears throat> like to see it. I don't like to see it uh, because I could not give a fuck if Diablo is delayed because of this. Yep. But I've got a horrible feeling in my gut that Diablo will be delayed because the whole project's sent into a spiral now that the late game dev is gone. Uh, and I, I, I dread to think what the fucking reaction's going to be. Because if anybody... Ah, nah, I don't even want to think about it. But I am now expecting the implication will land upon games like Diablo, uh, where we've removed bad eggs from these projects, so then projects will suffer. Pro- projects will suffer, yeah. I'm happy for, I, I am happy with that. We are removing bad eggs. There are undoubtedly many people within Activision Blizzard who are not a bunch of turbo cunts, who are more than capable of stepping up into a lead designer role and taking these projects to completion. And it's time that, you know, they built the new they built the new normal in these companies. They built a, a, a path to a better future for Activision Blizzard. But games will suffer. Let's just see how our friends in the gaming community react when uh, Diablo gets delayed or when fucking Overwatch 2 gets delayed or I don't know, any any project that's had somebody of a high profile leave because of this um this this lawsuit, the 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 fallout from this lawsuit. I mean the whole comment about things being delayed and people kicking off. I mean the other side of this is, you know, from a business point of view, people who want to get into game development mm-hmm. are gonna be wanting to get into and and with culture and you know ethics and like that kind of thing being like a very high fact, like a very high point on someone's mind. Yeah, it's yeah. not about you know, the motivations to work somewhere now are less about pay and package to working environment and lifestyle. Right. So that's more important with the, let's say the younger generation of people coming into these roles. They're going to want to work for companies that have those values. Yes. And at the moment, Activision Blizzard are not doing as well. And the only way they're going to be able to change and get those values is that people are going to have to leave. Yeah. Okay. So the longer term picture is better. The short term. You, you cut out. You cut out the dead wood. Will be, unfortunately, the game developing. Which and yeah. let's not forget that these games. You know, the games are the things that keep the company going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're just going to have to take take the shot in the arm that this is. A change for the right reasons, yes. and there will be consequences. Yeah, but the consequences are worth it, like you said. Yeah. So again, expect more Activision Blizzard every week. Uh, and it's not just Activision Blizzard here. No. I'm pretty sure they're the bigger company here. Not, not forget Ubisoft have been through and are probably still going through this type of issue. Yeah. They're just yeah. not. It's not. They're not the, the public eye. Headline in the news cycle yeah. at the moment. There will be other game companies that have this type of culture which, yes you know and it, this is not the first time it's come back round and it will come back round again and we have to learn from it now not the next time and the next time yeah 100% 100% um, we'll leave that one there there will definitely be more uh, more stories as the, as the weeks and possibly months roll on about this and we will undoubtedly be back on this Activision Blizzard subject so we'll put a pin in it for now and move on to our next story. This one's exciting, nice guy. We're going to talk about it. This one's exciting. <laughs> this one's exciting. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. It's two 30, mid 30 year olds, right? This this is big for us. If some of our younger listeners are not going to understand half of the words we say here, but there's a big old contingent of people listening to this podcast who. Uh, this speaks directly to yeah. you. And we've been talking about this, you know, subject on and off the podcast for yeah, for the last few weeks. It feels it feels almost like the universe knew. Do you does it? It does feel <laughs> like the stars have aligned. Yeah, the so planets have aligned. A couple a couple of weeks back, we are for some bizarre reason got on talking about the Amiga five hundred plus and playing games on said Amiga. 
uh, and how mine was given to sick children at a hospital instead of going in the loft where it should have gone for me to reclaim years later when I became addicted to retro consoles. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean... Look at that. The Commodore Amiga is getting the Nintendo Classic, Super Nintendo Classic, PlayStation Classic treatment with a mini version. Commodore Amiga. Uh, it looks exactly like the Commodore Amiga. Uh, the big back body, the, the floppy disk drive at the back right, the different colour keyboard with the greys and the whites. That yeah. mouse. The mouse, the iconic... T- like... What what, what the fuck? Yeah, like what shape thing. is that? It's a the, there's nothing ergonomic about that mouse at Not all. Not at all. Not at all. The buttons are like n- nowhere near each other. They're just two squares. You're also going to get a gamepad with it, which looks to be. I, I never had an Omega Five Hundred gamepad. I had joystick. I had many joysticks. Many joysticks. My joysticks were the black ones with the black stick with two yellow buttons. Everyone knows the joystick I'm talking about right now. Yes, yes. I had a weird one. I had a little like palm one which had a side button. Yeah. But it was the old arcade, like yeah, click, yeah. click, click, click. You, you had a lot more of a, I don't know, triple axis thing going. <laughs> it was uh, them, them fucking joysticks were something else. Like, something else. But yeah, Com- Mini Commodore Omega. It is coming, allegedly, uh, right now, set for release early 2022. It's going to be called Thea 500. Um, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what T H E A stands for. Obviously, the Amiga five hundred. <laughs> the Amiga five hundred. A Thea five hundred. Anyway, uh, back uh, sorry, early twenty twenty two. Allegedly, the price will be around one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Uh, that we all know how that works. Yeah. That won't that won't <laughs> translate through fucking exchange rates. That'll just be a hundred and forty quid to us. So here's the fucking thing: twenty five games. All right, I'm gonna read some of these games out. Nice guy, Johnny. You tell me how fucking excited you are about these games, right? So Worms the director's cut. Love it. The Chaos Engine. Oh. What a fucking game! Another world. Yeah. Simon the Sorcerer. Johnny ass game. Johnny, Johnny ass game. Johnny ass game. Uh, Alien Breed, fuck man. Um, All Terrain Racing, Battle Chess, Battle Chess. Cadaver, Kickoff Two, Pinball Dreams, Pinball Dreams. Speedball Two, Brutal Deluxe. One of the most iconic games ever played. Fucking Speedball you know Two. I want to play that game again, knowing how now how to play that fucking game. Yeah. Because when we were kids, I don't think we knew how to play nah, Speedball nah. Two. Speedball Two. You played Speedball Two, hoping you got into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you played Speedball 2 for. Uh, and also Speedball 2 came out on the Xbox 360 recently, I'm almost certain. Yeah. I say recently, in the last decade maybe. Um, and Zool. Zool. Oh, Zool, man. I remember Zool. Zool. He's like a ninja ant. I used to have to play that game with a bloody... There was a... Anti... Like... I can't get my words out. It's all the red wine you've been drinking. I know. <laughs> I know. The, um, so the game came with a, a kind of pass key wheel. Yeah, yeah. To line things up. Basically to stop like Monkey pirating. Island. Yeah, to basically, yeah, yeah. So you had to put the right thing in so it was to stop you pirating the game. Yes. So you didn't have, you know, like you had, a box of <laughs> red floppies every yeah, yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. Well, games that did have the anti-piracy thing, um, all my dad's mates would do is photocopy... Because the anti-piracy things were just two bits of cardboard <laughs> with a fucking... What are them pins called? Drawn pin? Yeah, pretty you know, much. You put it through and you fold it. Yes. You fold them open <laughs> so things could stick together but still spin. They would just undo it, photocopy it, cut the right holes out, put a drawn pin through them and just send that along Basically, with it. Basically, currently Activision's anti-cheat for... Activision's for anti exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The Activision's answer to Bannon people. Just do it on paper. No, but uh, that that's the games. They're the twelve of the twenty five that have been announced, uh, and every single one of them, I'm sold. Comes with a fucking, uh, just a heavy hit of pure memory juice. Just nostalgia, joyous nostalgia. Chaos Engine. I tell you what it is, right? Alien Breed, 
absolutely superb. I used to play Alien Breed with me sister. Me and my sister used to sit play Alien Breed. The Chaos Engine was also available on the SNES and the Amiga, and I've still got it upstairs in the loft. <laughs> I've got the Chaos Engine, but it's on the Amiga. Worms, classic Worms. Obviously, if you weren't naming your Worms after the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you were doing it wrong. Uh, fucking Speedball too, like unbelievable. Yeah, so anyway... It's possible to load your own games via USB. I don't know what that's going to look like, or if it's essentially uh, Amiga ROMs. If you if you're going to get Amiga ROMs and put them on a USB, and then you can play them. The mini console has full WHD load support. Um, there was some specs somewhere in here. No, I think that's the original specs when the Amiga was released. Amiga five hundred released in nineteen eighty seven. Featured a 16 slash 32 bit CPU, 512 kilobytes of RAM, <laughs> and for the time could produce cutting edge sound and video. That's absolutely, I am in. I am in. Whenever this mini Amiga 500 turns up, I can guarantee you I am in. Yeah, they've obviously listened to the podcast. Clearly, I mean, who hasn't? You know, who hasn't really at this point? Realized that you know, this is what the market wants. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. um, speaking of. Things being uh, re-released or re... Can we call the new Amiga Mini a remaster, Johnny? Is it a remaster? I don't know. Or is it a reimagining of the Amiga? I don't know. Segway. A reintroduction. A reintroduction. Segway, if I was to say to you that allegedly uh, a remastered trilogy appears to be real and is coming to switch and that remastered trilogy would be the gta remastered trilogy of gta 3 gta vice city and gta san andreas what would your thoughts be on said um allegation i don't know i get the iconic games yeah yeah. right because i remember the, the whole gta thing of when GTA 3 came out and we had the, the discussion you were kind of like shall I buy it is it going to be the same it's a 3D compared yeah. to the top down one is it going to be good yeah and you took the plunge yeah and you're like mate it's awesome and it, that revitalised the whole thing and then I know there's so much love for GTA San Andreas yes oh shit here we go again but personally I thought Vice City was my favourite yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, a lot of people would disagree with me and go, San Andreas was yeah. the, the top top thing. But I loved how Vice City played out with the voice cast. With yeah, the the, 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 the era in which it was set. Yes, Vice City was phenomenal. Vice City was phenomenal. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of San Andreas. I am in the San Andreas camp. The mm-hmm. whole thing about you could like work out, and if you worked out enough, you would you your character model would change shape, and you'd end up with. Yeah. muscles and yeah. fucking no, abs and that the, the actual you know, the mechanics of that game was you know ahead of its time mm-hmm. in some respect mm-hmm. of what, what, what it's, it was so fucking ambitious almost RPG like yes yeah um, so here's my point at face value looking at it I go it's not I, I don't think it's required yeah but as soon as you start talking about it everything comes back about those games and why yeah. I love them <laughs> so for me the rumours and speculation that these have been coming for a while anyway. Um, PS5, Xbox and Switch for these remasters. The other rumour that's swirling is that GTA 6 was going to go back to Vice City. Mm-hmm. That is more appealing to me than a remaster of these three yeah, games. I would fully agree. Fully agree. And I mean, it's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. Mm-hmm. And it's a cash grab that's going to work incredibly well. Let's not fucking bullshit here. These games, if they come out as a package, it's going to sell fucking gangbusters. Who doesn't want to... Like, there's a legion of fans now who only whose only entry into Grand Theft Auto is Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Because Grand Theft Auto Five now spans three different generations. <laughs> and it's going to come out again. And it will be coming out again. But uh, their only reference point is GTA Five. But they should have heard... Of Vice City, of San Andreas, maybe not GTA Three, but definitely San Andreas and definitely Vice City. So, uh, I don't know. I'd have rather seen some news that 
we are going back to Vice City. City. For GTA 6. Oh, fuck it. We are going back to Vice City and San Andreas in GTA 6. Or hop in between. And there's multiple, yeah. there's multiple yeah. cities that you can visit. Maybe they're next to each other. I don't know. Maybe you've got to go to the airport and you fly between them or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Fucking... Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Classic games. I just I don't know if... I don't know if I needed this cash grab. Yeah, and from a remaster point of view, it's such a woolly term now. Yeah. You, know, you can have some remasters which are effectively remakes. Yeah. And some that aren't. Resident Evil 2. Remake. Remake. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh... Skyward Sword remaster remaster you know what I mean like not not quite as good mm-hmm. well that, that, this is the thing all it's going to be is just updated the mechanics or con- the control systems of the yeah be, be updated yeah um, and remapped UI stuff like that um, it'll be shinier because of how the engine might process graphics but it's I don't think it's going to have fundamental changes yeah what they were the sound will be remastered, which is obviously. Do we? Sound. I mean, do they still have? Do they still have the licensing to do all That's of the all stuff as well? It, it's yeah, a, like it's there was some absolutely class tunes on the radio in, in particularly San Andreas, but do they still have the licensing to do all that, or do they have to remaster all the sound and put in a load of original tracks? Who knows? Who knows what dares to dream? But yeah, allegedly that's coming. Allegedly it is coming do we see it as a package or are we just going to start getting them all three released as their own little titles um so allegedly all three will getting released at 25 quid each do you reckon allegedly um all three are going to be released in one package all three at 60 quid (laughs) yeah and only digitally i don't think this is Again, allegedly, it's there's nothing. Maybe sixty quid or seventy quid on them. On yeah, the there's nothing. There's not. There's no confirmed thing here, but more alleged is that it is going to be all three in one, sold digitally. But I don't know. I heard that about um, Square Enix with their Final Fantasy collection, where mm-hmm. they did remasters of all the classics, uh, and the seller that was going to be a package, and then when that was announced, it wasn't. They were all sold separately, so yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It hasn't been a big week for news, nice guy Johnny, but there's another couple of just another couple of things that speak. One of them definitely speaks to me, um, that I want to get into, and the other one not so much, but it's it's news. So, news leaked out this week that we allegedly had again. And this isn't even alleged. This is this is fucking true. Mm-hmm. There was. A Power Rangers game that an got shelved in 2016. That was an open world Power Rangers game called Project Nomad. Um, Jason Bischoff, uh, he was a, a former director at... I don't know how he pronounces it. Is it Saban or Saban? Ooh, Saban? I, I don't know if it's Saban. I don't know. Anyway, Jason Bischoff used to be a director at uh, Saban. Uh, he moved over to Funko. You know, the guys who do all the pops. Yeah. But on his Twitter, he just randomly, I don't even know why he did it, but on his Twitter, he fucking got into this fucking hashtag power down. Um, I had hoped to develop an ambitious open world co-op game that captured the energy, teamwork, history of the franchise through a fresh lens. He compared this open world Power Rangers game to pretty much Arkham. Uh, I think he even called it Arkham Rangers. And it was, so that's the, if you look at the Batman Arkham series and how that plays, that's what his dream was for this open world Power Rangers game. Um, some of the fucking some of the stills that he released on his Twitter, some of the uh, the artwork that he released, absolutely unbelievable. Do you know what it's? Do you know what it says to me? Like obviously, Power Rangers is synonymously attached to children. Yes. But. There was a fucking somebody had a side project. Was it Adi Shankar? I can't remember, but he did Power Slash Rangers. Yeah, on the YouTube video. It was a YouTube thing, and it was like a spin off of Power Rangers. It was his fan project of what Power Rangers looked like, and it was very much targeted at, at the adults. At the or adults. The, the who, were who, were, kids, who were kids. Yeah, yes. who were kids during Mighty Morphin, yeah. who have then grown up, and then he made a short. Power slash Rangers, and it was fucking unbelievable. 
the artwork that he's shared, this Jason, Jason Bischoff, is fucking absolutely superb. And now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm, I'm genuinely gutted this game doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely gutted. It's interesting because, like, this is, like, it, the zeitgeist of having these co-op multi-character games, like yeah. Gotham Knights, mm-hmm. is now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't back in 2016. No. So, interestingly, you know, to put something out like this, it's almost like, you know, want to try and do this again? <laughs> I like, you know, has, he, has he brought this back up? Because he knew... He, he had something on his hands, but the timing was wrong. The timing was wrong, yeah. Like, when Nickelback released that song, and it did nothing, and then they waited six months and re-released it, and it was the biggest song Blue in the world. Up, yeah. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, maybe he just... Maybe he knows now's the time to get this done. So, more from Bischoff here. Um, Project Nomad would have followed a myriad of rangers as they sought to free the planet Eltar from unnamed occupying force. Uh, he also said, sadly, with so much circulating through the studio at the time, there was no bandwidth or budget to support. What I did have, however, was an invalu- invaluable blessing to independently explore. While early talks with developers and publishers were favourable, ultimately, time and big shifts in our business saw conversations around Project Nomad peter out. Well, Jason Bischoff, you, sir, have restoked the fires. Yeah. And if there was of- something full of law that you could... Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how many different iterations of Power Rangers has there been? Oh. None of which better than Mighty Morphin, I will say that. But there is a fucking wealth of Power Rangers law that they could get into. Or they decide how they tie them all together. How do you tie Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to Power Rangers Zeo or whatever the fuck it was called? Do you know what I mean? Like, look at the roster from Battle for the Grid. Mm-hmm. You know, the 2D beat em up. Well, it wasn't yeah. 2D, but it was like, you know, the. A beat em up, tech, not Tekken, um, similar uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. Look at the roster and the different, uh, would you call it, installments of Power Rangers? Different, not universes, because some of them crossed over, but like iterations. Seasons? Se- yeah. Different seasons of Power Rangers? None of which were better than Mighty Morphin. I just want to make that absolutely 100% clear Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, but yeah, like how fucking cool would that be now? I'd I'd be all in. I think like just... an adult Power Ranger game aimed at adults, not kids. Aimed see, at kids that, who see, would see that's the danger. That is the danger because it was all built to sell toys. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And it is a, you know, for that kind of thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be adult. It just has to be appealing to appealing to the to adult. Now. The way games are played and how complicated it is, it forces you down the hand, but there'll be a certain thing about content that I don't think it's gonna be bloody and gory. No, I just I just wanna have I just wanna have like a fucking adult not undertones. Like it needs to be built on a more adult foundation. Mm. Like Power Slash Rangers. Mm. Like that side project. I yeah. I don't necessarily need this game to be as camp as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was. True. I don't need that. But then the, the, the whole problem is then you, you get into a battle with executives of what they want the brand to be. Yeah. And that, that's the difficult part. Mm-hmm. That's now, true. We're, we're, we're talking in hypotheticals now. Oh, aye. But that, that's the issue with these kind of things of wanting to... Because that, that was the fallout from that Power Slash Rangers things. You know, they were, Savan were almost saying, well, this is not how... We want the content to be. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's popular. This is not the brand Power Rangers was. Is that still available? Power uh, slash Rangers. Is that actually still available? I don't know. I don't know if it got ripped down. Because of the actual yeah, 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 Power yeah, Rangers film that came out not long after. I'll maybe have a look on YouTube later just to see if it uh But no, I'm with you. I think I think it's it's a it's a it's a it's content that is ripe for playing with in this kind yeah, of context of what definitely. what it could offer, like team squad based. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, like take take it. Let somebody with a genius mind take it and take it somewhere it's never been before. Like we've seen Power Rangers on Earth in Angel Grove, and we've seen five of them. Like now, take us to a planet on a distant solar system where there's an army of Power Rangers. What does that look like? When there's not just five of them and they are superheroes on that planet, what does it look like when you've got 50,000 of them? <laughs> and then they're no longer superheroes, they're just soldiers. Yeah. yeah. What does that look like? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I think that's what that Power Slash Rangers did very well. Uh, moving on, one last story before we head into the dirt sheets. Um, you know the the game that was rumoured to be the the secret Kojima Silent Hill game called Abandoned. Abandoned. Uh, have you seen Have you seen the news cycle around this I right am, now? Yeah, I was I was looking at it today. Yes, in terms of <laughs> <laughs> so if I was to boil the piss off this, yeah. Blue Box Game Studios have launched a PS Five app um, for its upcoming horror game Abandoned. The once Not thought, Silent Hill. the once thought. Silent Hill project from Kojima, uh, abandoned, uh, and it's launched an app. It's specifically a blue box games app, right? But obviously, the only one that they've got in development right now is not Kojima, not Silent Hill, abandoned. So they've dropped this app. There was a five point one gig download. <laughs> Which you would think, holy fuck, I'm, I'm about to get PT here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get the fucking... I'm about to get another crack at a different PT game and this is going to be Kojima as fuck. And it, all there is on this 5.1 gig app is the same teaser that's already been released on, like, Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck it. I am so confused right now. What What is the other 4.1 gig doing on that app? It's gone horribly wrong, that like. For for blue box games, what a what a swing and a miss. It doesn't help, like unless this is really calculated again to try and make it feel like it's you know, Silent Hill, not Silent Hill again. Yeah. Are they just playing that up? Because Twitter's already awash with saying that there's some Kojima news coming mm-hmm. at some point. But yeah. is that a fallout of this kind of thing? Is it is someone just has something just snowballed and like I don't even fucking. That. I don't even know. So, what they have said is that apparently, um, fucking, th- there are going to be longer trailers, and even demos coming to that app. So the app is the platform where all things abandoned will happen. But I mean, but this have, this have just other, have other games done this before? No, no. Release an app. You generally say, "Here's a demo." Here's a demo. Release a demo. Here's a trailer. Unless unless this is Blue Box Game Studios and they're about to be the busiest fucking studio on the planet with multiple projects with so much shit to release that they've created their own app for their own PR. I, I don't see that happening. This is this is Blue Box Game Studios we're talking about here. This isn't fucking Guerrilla Games. Mm-hmm. This is not Insomniac. I'm not shitting on, on Blue Box Game Studios, but if Naughty Dog... Don't have their own app. The fuck you doing? <laughs> what you doing? I, honestly, I, there has to be more to this than me to the eye here. A 5.1 gig download for a trailer that everybody's already seen. Yeah. There's got to be more to it. You know what's got us though? It's got us talking about it. It and has. That was the point. It has. It's worked. It's pushing the conversation forward. I mean, it could backfire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know we're fickle. You know, if you if you're gonna dick around with us, then we'll you know disregard you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that it's like you know hashtag abandoned real time experience and there's nothing there. <laughs> there, isn't, there isn't a single experience to be <laughs> say had. Say what you see. Say what you say, see. Say what you see. It's good, but it's not right. <laughs> um. That's that's all I had. Uh, from from a, a, a very slow news week. Yeah. So we'll jump into. Uh, well, there is one other bit of news surrounding Twitch. Twitch have 
changed their subscription model. So now you can subscribe, depending on the market you're in, um, for people in the UK, it applies to you. Your entry-level subscription to your favourite streamer, for example, twitch.tv slash the franchise, is now only four ninety nine as opposed to five ninety nine. So it saves you the quid. But Twitch in the immediate will um will stump up the difference to the streamer so they're not actually losing out any. So I thought that was strange. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. It, it ten potentially if it lowers the barrier to entry, the mental barrier for people who are like, Am I gonna give this streamer a fiver? It's like it's why 99 pence was invented. Because 99 pence is an easier sell than a, a pound. pound. Yeah. So is this four is this 4.99 is is an easier sell than 5.99? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because 4.99 you use the market in under 5 pound. It's a, it's a psychologically satisfying number. Yes. Psycholog- that's fucking perfect. Psychologically satisfying. That's what this episode's called. Psychologically <laughs> satisfying. Uh, in other Twitch news, XQC, uh, one of the biggest streamers on the platform, has just been banned for the fifth time. <laughs> Nobody knows why yet. Yet still, we see women um, heavily sexualized content rampaging all over the platform. Sorted out, Twitch. Sorted out. I got some rumoured news that like um, there might be a revitalised edition of ID Software's classic first-person shooter, Quick. Oh! Um, could be announced at the convention later this month. Um, we shall see. You know, But that would be another dose of nostalgia. It, we're seeing these things line up with the... You know, it's all about anniversaries. And they seem to be celebrating... No milestone anniversaries, whether it's like ten years, fifteen years, twenty five years, yeah, with a re release or something like that, and, yeah, and packaging it around that way. So we shall see, but you know, quick again, you know, just one of those things. You know, let's put you put a pin in to say it's part of that narrative of first person shooter throughout the years. Quick was an influential, uh, iconic, important title in first person shooters as. Uh, Definitely alongside uh, Doom, I would say. And if Quake came back, depending on how they did it, uh, there might be a there might be a space for it to come back. Possibly, I mean, we we know there's a good place for nostalgia. Yeah, absolutely. But you no, know, the better things is always when we push things forward and do something new. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, do we? Do we have confirmation that the ghost goats of Sashimi director's cut is out now? Do we I have confirmation think, on I that? I think it was released yesterday. But let me check. While you're checking that, I will just confirm that Remedy have revealed controller has surpassed ten, 10 million, million players. Ten million players. Fucking absolutely GG's. What a game that is. If, if people yes. haven't played control, please do. Um it came out of nowhere and it is a phenomenal, phenomenal game. And apparently the next bigger budget control game is in early conception phase. So don't expect the follow-up to that anytime soon. Did you see um did you see Phil Spencer talking about the, the Steam Deck on Twitter? I didn't, no. Yeah, he's had his hands on it and he's confirmed that XCloud works well. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially he's just getting in there saying, yeah, Steam Deck was fucking... Uh, he had a really good time with it, but... He, He's just using it as another platform to whore out the best service in gaming right now. I stand corrected, by the way. It's available on the 20th of August. 20th. Yeah. So we're not that far we're off. Far off. We're not that far off. Uh, no, I'm not saying anything else of merit on the dirt sheets, sir. We have nothing in the mailbag this week, so we can just wrap it up, I think. We can wrap up this psychologically satisfying episode. Is that the word you used? Psychologically satisfying. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. Uh, that's been Nice Guy Johnny. Yes, it has. Uh, I have been titular protagonist of old franchise. If you'd like to see more of either of us for some bizarre reason, when I say see, I mean with your eyes, not just with us climbing about in your ear holes. 
twitch.tv slash the franchise every Sunday, Monday and Wednesday. Lots of Fortnite, some Apex and every now and again if a big if a big release comes out then I, I, I do ditch a lot of them and just play that by myself because that's the exact kind of arsehole I am. Uh, we are available on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Search for the franchise or Nice Guy Johnny and there you will find us. If you've enjoyed what's happened day today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews just to help help us abuse the algorithm and just get more of you, beautiful bastard listeners. Because that's all, that's all we want. That's all we want. We just want to build a community here. We want to build a community that one day somebody will say, how did nobody realise they were building a cult right under our noses? How did they get away with it? That's what our goal is. One big ass gaming sex cult. Gaming, just gaming cult. Just gaming cult. <laughs> if we happen to have sex, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody fucks me while I'm gaming, I, I can't really complain. Boys and girls, until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Dosvidanya. Gay Panthers. Panthers.